Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Well, here we are, everyone. It's day 45 of Sundance. Uh, we're virtually celebrating the film festival that we've gone to uh, the last couple of years with our friend John Wildman, who's here. Uh, Ange is here. Shar is here. Producer Shar is here, I should say. And John's better half, Justina, is here. I'm not pressuring her to be on the show, but if she has a comment or two, I'm welcoming it. So uh, here we are at Sundance, everyone. How, how's How's everyone's Sundances go? <laughs> I'm still exhausted, surprisingly. Yeah. Park City. <laughs> yeah. I I wondered how John was feeling because I feel you've been, I mean, you've been going to Sundance for a really long time. Is this Since like the first one, right, John? Since the 1940s? <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> it's like 1945. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, uh, you know the opening before the screenings where they talk about they thank the indigenous tribes and everything? <laughs> I was there. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those settlers that really irritated those indigenous tribes. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's been interesting in that some things have been very, very similar in that track that we get on where we're just, we're always watching a movie unless we're talking about the movie. And then we go right back to watching the next movie. Um, much like, you know, when you're there, like you're just... You know, you, you do not want to let any opportunity go by so you'll watch as many damn movies as you can before you get back on the freaking plane to get out of there. Um, and so that is still stayed. What's been different, of course, is that, you know, which we, we've joked about, that we don't have to catch, a, you know, a freaking bus oh or shuttle, God. you know, at, you know <laughs> early in the morning. And uh, trudging you know, through the snow. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. No, um, you know, and being, being paranoid that the bus isn't going to come by this time at, you know, early enough to get us there in time, uh, you know, and all, you know, and then setting up chairs and, and, you know, and, 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 you know, and, and, and you guys furiously plugging in cables uh, with, with, with Charlotte going, that one works. That one doesn't work. You know, all of, all of that, we don't have any of that. That that's awesome. But I also do have four dogs and four cats and a grandma um, that, that, that in between all that stuff, I'm still managing, you know, that like my, my mom was like making some kind of like cabbage stew. And so I'm like trying to watch the movie and she keeps coming with, with cans, like going, can you open this one? For me? It's not working. <laughs> now? Now? Right. Yep. Yep. That is an interesting point because it, in hindsight, like, I, I don't know that I would have even been able to make it to Park City this year if it was going on live. Like, we all have so many different crazy things going on in our lives. I'm sort of grateful that it, it turned out this way because I wouldn't have been able to make it in person. So, um, so yeah, I guess, you know, you got to think of the pros where you can. <laughs> well, and I've, heard, I've, I've been reading, you know, other, uh, you know, uh, friends and, and colleagues of ours, you know, have already started kind of weighing in on this experience and 
a lot of them are like going, um, I hope they keep this virtual element even next year because mm. I'm kind of thinking I'll just stay home and do it this way. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and I see a lot of that. Yeah, when we, when we first interviewed you guys in April, we interviewed John and Justina. You were saying that, Justina, sorry, I'm going to call you out, that, you know, running all these festivals from home has taught you that it, it can be done and it's so much easier. There's so much less stress on everyone involved. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe we won't be going back to Park City. That's kind of sad, but, but I get it. There's something amazing about an opening night. There's mm-hmm. something amazing about parties and karaoke that you just can't <laughs> do online. But I love the idea of an option or at the very, especially something like Sundance where you can actually go for the first three days. And then it it used to be, you just miss whatever you're not there for. You could actually do a hybrid of the two. I think that's great. Um, But it is nice to just have like, I'm now going to Amazon going like, Oh, which pajamas should I wear for the next film festival? (laughs) 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 I'm looking ahead now um, to Cannes. And which is now um, going to be happening in July and like going, well, you know, do I try to go again this year or do I wait another year? Because again, much like Sundance, it's so freaking expensive and, and there, and there's so much, so much to go through just to you know, do it because there, you know, you, you know, you have, you know, unless you speak French, obviously, you know, that, you know, you have a language barrier thing that you have to deal with both in whether or not you're doing an Airbnb or you're getting you know a, a place there you know on, on, on the French Riviera some someplace and then just getting your pass you know there, there's there's a different element to it once you're in it then then it kind of then you kind of figure out you know your, your shit but but just getting there you know that's one of the things that people brought up about the Sundance thing is again that expense that finding the place to you know to you mm-hmm. know, to stay at mm-hmm. uh, you know for us who are doing an actual show and not just seeing movies and writing about it on our laptop, then there's where are we, you know, what's the space that we're doing the show in, mm-hmm. you know, you know, what, what are we, you know, doing all that. Yeah. I was, I was thinking about, um, and we've talked about it for, at least for bitch talk, we haven't done any other bigger festivals outside of any San Francisco festivals. So in this case, the, another silver lining to the pandemic, uh, Maybe we can do these other film festivals, the bigger fe- festivals. Maybe we can consider it because we don't have to raise funds to go and look for housing and pay for all the things. So, so we might need your help, John, for South by if that's, or if you want to do it with us. Just, put, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> just pitching you now while we're on here. Yeah, you know, obviously there are a lot of other fests, you know, and, um, you know, I mean, I've been doing uh, the Zoom press junkets for my festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the mid-year last year and you know which, which made the the transition to doing this you know it's like i had six different uh you know festivals um to get my shit down um you know hosting and asking questions and 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 what's also been great about it i don't know if i talked to you guys about this but for each one of those uh interviews that i've been doing i have to watch everyone from start to finish because in the in the intro for each one of those that I post, I give a preview of what we're talking about, mm-hmm. of, you know, what's being talked about, right? But what's that, what that has done, it has forced me agonizingly to watch myself and listen to myself throughout an entire interview. And every, you know, and I would, I would, I would talk, and can, can back this up. I go, Jesus, can I stop saying um 
can I just do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just even go, well, the, you know, she'd go, yeah, the organ grinder line, the or, organ grinder monkey line. You used that like four times today. Can you maybe not do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we wanted to do this with you for a reason, John. You're, you're an expert, and I want to give a little bit of uh, uh, insider trading to our listeners that's not the right phrase, but we uh, want John. We we want John to do all the intros for us because Aaron and I can't do it for for the life it, of us. So it's the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah, and and we just came our off, lives. We just came off of an interview with four people. Oh and my god! Like, no, I can't keep my questions and all these <laughs> names and an intro. So John, that is probably the main reason why we wanted to do And on top of other things, we're like John does the intros. Thank you, John. Oh, we yeah. actually we actually. Have had uh and in, i think it was our very first interview that we did and it was without john and i think we uh, had aaron do it and it, it took like four, it took like 10 minutes for us to decide the lingo on how to intro Before and the then interview, yeah and, and then as soon as i let the people in from the uh, from the waiting room aaron was just like we gotta start now it's gotta come out of my mouth yeah right i'm now. like it's gonna go away it's gonna go so let's let's just hurry up gotta shotgun this shit yep yep <laughs> I, I I get that. I mean, like on the pronunciation of those names, I'm like going. We, as soon as, as soon as we say that, because I've had that happen, where I've asked somebody the name, like like last year, and and we I'd, I'd ask them their name, and then we would talk amongst ourselves for a little bit, and then just Sharpie going, "You ready?" And suddenly I forgot. Them. Yes. Right, going, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and don't look at us. We're not doing. Yeah. It. <laughs> Good luck. I usually Scotland know. I usually. I usually know which one of those those are when I do the editing in the process and it'll be like John does his uh, welcome to the show. I'm John Wildman. Now I'm with and you have your, you have everybody introduce themselves. It's smart. It's <laughs> smart. It's, it's, it's the pro move. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did want to ask you, Shar, because for us, the situation is obviously different, but the interviews are going the same. The work is kind of the same, as John said. But Shar, you're not up all night oh editing God, these shows it. in real time to be aired on the radio the next day. Like, how does that feel for you? I, well, I, I feel a little bit like I'm useless this year. Because, <laughs> well, you know, because it's just, well, I, we're also doing like a third of what we did. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, not even a third, maybe like 10% of what we did last year. Um, but it is kind of comforting. It is it is comforting to know that there's other backups. Like we actually all decided that, you know, like John would record and Justina would record. And and so it's like it is kind of comforting to know when like if there is like a little bit of a flub, like, uh, you know, like if there's like, oh, somebody misses a Zoom link or, you know, something or somebody 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 stumbles a little bit, you know, that there's. A we've got some leeway and some backup and that, you know, like, oh, I can get this from, from this person and that person. Cause I think John will testify to me last year when I thought, and, 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 and <laughs> when they thought I lost the car, a box of uh, SD cards and I was running around the cabin going, Oh my God, I'm going to die. You had no color in your face. I was so frightened. I was like, Char, breathe. What's the problem? And we thought, it's like, you're going to stroke out, calm down. Yeah. We'll find it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, don't I miss remember. running for bags like after we've already gone to the wrong premiere and then go to a different building for a different premiere and then forget that we forgot audio shit. Losing somewhere else. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't 
I don't miss panicking. But those parties, man, I miss I, I miss walking into those parties with the free booze. John, you know, you're very professional. You don't really you are. You're so professional. Yeah, John was making fun of how Aaron and I take hot tub breaks, but hey. you know, we work hard. We play hard. <laughs> that was uh, but, my vacation, basically, which is yeah, I, I miss I miss the, the parties for sure. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, you know, I admire it. And, you know, and it's funny. Um, it's like you, you guys know. are idiots. <laughs> No, I, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not a party person. Um, and, and because my life, my film festival life, a party has just meant work. Yeah. It just, you know, it, it, yeah. it's like, mm. you know, if, if, if I'm at a party, then, then what I'm doing at that party is, um, you know, is making sure press get in and they're talking to people or if, or I'm going as a journalist and I'm trying to find a person that I can interview at the party and I'm talking to, or I'm utilizing that party for contacts and, and schmoozing. So then I'm like, like doing like, like, you know, much like our playing with sharks film, I'm like weaving through the party like a shark going, I need to talk to that person. And I'm just like checking them off my list and then going, okay, now I can go. Um, you know, and I've, I've just never, it's very rare. And even when Justina and I were doing the festival, uh, circuit with our film um that was like our first opportunity to really just enjoy the parties and even then it, you know it just didn't quite you know it it, it, it it didn't quite gel for us so yeah so I'm, I'm i'm a little bit adverse adverse to the parties <laughs> well and maybe we should be doing that more <laughs> when we go to these parties <laughs> to be honest i was stashing bark thins free packages of bark thins. I had enough. I barely ran out in October from January. Yeah, I think you had, I mean, you knew the pandemic was coming. So I you did. were just stocking yeah. up for the pandemic. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was being productive in other ways. Well, and another thing also, I used to, when I, I used to do a thing, my, when I wrote about Sundance, when I was, I was attending as a journalist, I would do these reports where I would write about every single thing that happened to me during that day and evening. So, and I would, I would just jot down notes. Like if I ran into somebody on Main Street, then I would write a note about it. Or if something weird happened, I would write a note about it. And so it was like, it, I was trying to like give like someone to live vicariously through me, like to understand like, you know, what it was to like, you know, you know, slip and fall in front of the Egyptian, you know, oh, or, <laughs> or, you know or to, you know, or to stumble into an inadvertent, um, a uh, uh, photo with Al Gore, you know, or, you know, <laughs> you know where and, is that photo? I want to see that. Yeah, see. Exactly. And, you know, so, so there, there was moments like that. And, and, um, and then I remember like one, like a, a couple of years ago, um, I was going to um, write, I don't know, was, was it, I was going to do a thing for IndieWire or somebody else. And I said, well, I'll do the thing that I always do where I write about every single thing that happens. And they're like going, no, we're not interested in that. We don't care about that. And I was going, damn, okay. Well, I guess nobody cares about that. Then that means I don't have to go to parties anymore because that's one of the reasons I was going. So everybody would, you know, understand what it's like to stand in that fucking line and mm -hmm. hope that you're going to be able to get in even though you didn't really know anybody. Or even if you did know somebody that you were going to wait like four hours to get in regardless because, you know, because you weren't the famous somebody they knew. Right. Um, the, the, the hmm. thing. I don't miss that. So. 
from all of your virtual film festivals in the last year, John, is, is Sundance doing a pretty good job, you think? I think they're doing a great job. Um, uh, I think they're doing a great job recreating the, um, the feeling like just before the film starts, um, mm. you know, both, both with, uh, you know, the, the kind of the interviews that they will do, you know, if you're in the room like 15 minutes beforehand or whatever, or even without that, the intros um, that they do, I've actually, uh, the intros um, on the virtual have been much, much better than the intros that they would do in person, frankly. Yeah. Uh, yep. Right. You know, they're just more thoughtful and not, not as rushed and not as, um, you know, you know, people just all freaked out by the, by the, 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 the hoopla fanfare around them, because let's face it, if you're a filmmaker, then you're just in just a, a world of this spinning around you like crazy tops. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've appreciated that. Now I haven't, I haven't checked into anything else, you know, as far as like panels or talks or anything like that, that they've done. And that's one of the things I think the other film festivals that I'm part of have done really, really well. Like, like they have, um, they have given you a virtual experience to like, like try to like, they've, they've actually had like DJ spinning online where you actually see the DJ or they've had like a dance dancers do shit. And they, you know, and, and one uh, sent each of their filmmakers um, like their, their gift swag bags. So they could actually open them while mm-hmm. they were on Zoom and see the, the uh, shit that they did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? And, and so the, those things, the, those little bonus things that, you know, that make a film festival, you know, a really cool ass experience. Um, they've done very, very well in, in, in that regard. So it's not just movie Q&A, movie Q&A, movie Q&A, because we do get burned out on Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Burned, you yeah. Know. I mean, even that last interview we did, one of the reasons why, you know, the questions, the direction I took on it, because we hadn't really done that yet. And I was like, going, let's, let's do something a little bit different here and play with this. So even the three of us don't, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be like, going, okay, now we'll ask about this. Cause we ask mm-hmm. about this every, now we do that. And, and, you know, so I'm, you know, I was even thinking about that just for us, like going, you know, and that's just, you know, seven or eight interviews in, that's not that many for us or for them i don't even know how many we've done <laughs> we've done uh, a few actually i was writing them all down done between yeah three, four five six seven eight nine ten eleven look at us we still have a few yeah. more to go um yeah yeah and i also uh i didn't i don't think i had any expectations this year just because I just didn't. Um, and I'm really appreciating the interviews we're having. And um, also just, you know, a little background about a lot of us on this team. We're just going through a lot. And I'm really proud that we're still able to show up and through a pandemic and trying to get family members vaccines. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was thinking about it this morning. I'm like, Jesus Christ, if you told us this, you know, this time last year, what this was going to look like, <laughs> I don't think I would have come back home. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> right. So I, I just thank you to the team for showing up and watching movies and dealing with all the emails. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think every I think, you know, every single person on this on this call is like we're all in, you know, our different spots. 
in our yep. in, in our different homes and i think john what you described like trying to watch your film with like yes. being asked to open a can and like that's like that's me i'm like getting uh, like oh can you make me soup you know and somebody <laughs> texting me if i did this or if i have to go here or there and it's just like i i you you know, like we all go to we've all been to uh, to park city every year to like have like this five or six day escape to do just the film festival and now it's like this integrated life of zoom editing coordinating all together and then also having you know the the regular life distraction of you know you know asked to be you know microwave a bowl of soup or something (laughs) well yeah and i'm not i'm not exaggerating i'm saying like I'm literally carrying the laptop around with me <laughs> so the movie can keep playing no matter what I'm doing. I'm cutting it so close until our next interview. And then my mom comes over and goes, uh, you know, I need you to help me turn over my bed. I'm going, now? Now we're going <laughs> <laughs> It has to be now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at the clock going, oh, I'm going to be, oh, I've got five minutes before this movie ends and I've got to tune, you know, get another thing. And, and they're going, ah, oh, that, that's not happening in the fucking condo. <laughs> no. no, that's not. No, that's not. Uh, it's, it's funny, John. I don't know if you have, uh, or Ange, because I'm trying to think of some of the films we watched, but uh, there's, there's one particular film I watched last night that I had a little PTSD because there was a there was an actor in it where I was like oh my god the last time I had to be around that person (laughs) was uh was interesting uh and I don't know if you have sort of the same PTSD during this festival or uh is it just me (laughs) (laughs) I want to know who that actor is Uh, I'll tell you after we record you're a fine person. I just like my last interaction was like, write yeah. the name in the chat. <laughs> no, <laughs> I need to know now. I'll tell you after. I, okay. I well, you know, it not on this one, but 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 you do bring up a story which I, I always like to talk about, um, where there was a, a Sundance film, and and this was a Sundance film that that it came out during the height of the manic pixie girl um, phase. Where, where that, that was like a big thing, like Zoe Deschanel and 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 actresses like that. Yeah, and, and it was like all these like indie directors like obsessed about these unattainable um, pixie girls who were like their muses, but they never like would, would you know would hook up with them or whatever. So mm-hmm. it was like so there's a slate of films with manic pixie girls that they just put on the pedestal um, because they were just unattainable to them, and and this was one of those films. Um, and, 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 but this character in particular really hit close to home um, with someone that, that I had had a horrible, like just devastating relationship with oh. um, because of her behavior. And, and this character perfectly emulated that. I mean, was, <laughs> and, and I remember having to make the judgment call to not review the movie because she played that character perfectly and that character was exactly what the character is supposed to do. But I couldn't objectively enjoy that movie because I was having PTSD of the relationship based on that character. And so I had to go, I, I can't review this movie. You know, it, it was, it was, it was like, you know, 
you know, a, a soldier watching a war movie. It was like, you know, I, I was going, no, I can't go there. I just can't, I can't deal with it. And yet I could recognize it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that actor's fault. It wasn't that director's fault. Um, but mm -hmm. I had to, you know, I definitely, I definitely had to, you know, take some deep breaths. <laughs> that was, that was a smart decision, John. Not a lot of, not a lot of writers would choose that path. Um, I won't talk about the other film that we were all talking about earlier, but uh, as I was watching it, <clears throat> uh, my fiance was like, I think Sundance is just fucking with you guys. <laughs> I was watching it. I was like, maybe this is, I just, are we in another planet? I don't, and I don't think I would ever, ever feel comfortable watching that film in a theater, period, end of story. So I'm kind of glad we're home. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's interesting. About me. I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. Oh, um, I was. I was like, there's no way I could. I would have had to sit far away from you, Ange. Like, there's no <laughs> way that you and I could have sat together during that film. I don't even I probably would have to stand in the aisle next to the door so I could like leave during certain points. Your head in. Maybe I just Jesus. <laughs> I will say <laughs> there's a lot to unpack with that. Yeah, <laughs> this is kind of cliche, but I will say my mom is like in the kitchen. <laughs> while I'm watching that movie and this is the first time that I've ever gone pause get the headphones yeah <laughs> uh my headphones broke by the way so I had to just lower the volume at certain parts and then raise it back up and I'm just like so yeah I have new ones coming in the mail but I was just like uh, 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 like frantically like lowering the volume and I could barely uh. watch it with my fiance in the room. I don't think he noticed. I was really just trying to get him out of the room. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. I can't watch this. And I don't know what that says about our relationship. I was going to say, well, you know, we are a repressed nation. We know it. I, yes. And that is, anyway. But that was, yeah. But it's still, the extreme of, I personally, I feel. Anyways, on that note, <laughs> anyone well, else? Have a couple well, tidbits. Yes, John. Well, here was something else. And, and this uh, uh, that I, I it just reminded me of that I did want to talk about. And this is one thing that I do miss about not being at Sundance in person. And and it's the awe moment. And, and especially for someone like me that you know loves horror films. And and you know, and and so you I would find myself at like a midnight screening and and the entire audience has this feeling, you can feel it. You can feel a palpable feeling of going, is this gonna be the one? Is this gonna be the next 28 days later? Is this gonna be the next hard candy? Is this gonna be the next, is it gonna be the one? And, and I've been in those moments where you could feel an audience like go, ah, no. And you know, and, and like, you know, and, and not that the movie was bad, but they just knew, no, this is not that, that thing that I'm gonna be texting to someone as soon as I step out of the theater. And I've been in those moments where people, you know, as you're watching the movie, you gradually started sitting up closer and closer in your seat because that movie, you're like going, holy shit, holy shit, this one, this is it. This, this, is, this, is, this is that movie that I'm gonna brag about the fact that I've seen this six months before anybody else has seen it mm -hmm. because it's that movie. And that we don't have right now. We don't, you know, mm -hmm. because you know, I'm sitting on the living room with my dogs and the dogs don't know, you know. Yeah, they have no idea. It's just a normal day for them. <laughs> they have no idea. <laughs> but I do yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, that's a good point, John, because we would just pack all these interviews in and then we'd get 
one or two or three screenings if we're lucky live. And yeah, that feeling, because you're in a room, you know, you're in a room with people that really fucking love movies. Mm -hmm. And so it's different from just going to the movie theater on a regular day. So there is a different energy to that. And um, I am proud that I got to watch a movie with you, John, and we both cried. I don't know how often you cry to films, but yeah, that was a, that was special too. He cries a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't know him that well then, Justina. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, fine. All right. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Your first movie screening together was the farewell. The farewell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think the I, only I, one that we've seen I together. I, told, but, yeah. I think I told you guys this story. There was one year at Sundance where I think four movies in a row made me cry, and 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 it was it, for some reason it was just the ones I chose and that year's programming. And I remember um, the, the final one that finally just sent me over the, uh, sent me over the edge was Pieces of April. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys, you guys know that one, um, mm-hmm. but you know, it, but I remember being in the lobby after the screening ended, and, and for the movie itself made everybody. It wasn't just me. I wasn't just the, the, the lone sucker. Um, everybody else was <laughs> crying as well. Um, the movie ends, and and the movie is about um, uh, the uh, 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 semi-biographical about. I think Peter Hedges was the writer director about his mom who was a cancer survivor, and you know, and it was like his sister, you know, trying to make a Thanksgiving dinner, and she was like a rock chick, and and it was like all, all things. So you're already crying for the movie. And then they get up to do the Q&A at the end and he reveals that it was in fact based on his mom and, and then everybody starts bawling again. <laughs> that, right? And I remember um, this, entire, this, this entire audience, people who didn't have to run away to next screenings in the lobby of the Eccles Theater, which is like one of the bigger, you know, right? Or big, bigger things. And people were sobbing and they were just crying. But it was those heaves, those sobbing heaves. And yet they're all looking at our watches, me included, like going, and the next screen is in 15 minutes. I got to get it together. Right. (laughs) And and I remember that that one year when I and I turned to one of the guys that I had driven because I would drive from L.A. um, uh, to Sundance sometimes and set up the office for the PR team that I was there with. And I remember telling him, I said, if the next movie fucking makes me cry, we're getting in the car and leaving. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's done. <laughs> so extreme. Yes. We had Peter Hedges actually on Bitch Talk for Ben is Back. He's a lovely man. And his son is so talented. And yeah, I, I, I remember I remember that interview because he was just so lovely and so talented. But yeah, and just being together, obviously. That's the... The downside. We finally got our interviewing groove with with John in person, but I think we're doing really well with Zoom. Uh, the Zoom interviews on on not interrupting and knowing who goes who goes next, but just being together. Obviously, that's the worst part. I mean, I've been kind of digging it because I. You know, I, I, <laughs> I oh, fuck like, you too, John. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I love the idea. You know, you know what would what, what would irritate me is when we would be in an interview and, and we start dating this signal. And it's like, wrap it up oh. now, you know, gotta wrap it up. And I'm like going, ah, I've got like three more questions. And at least in this one, um, you know, it's not like we're going on forever, but I feel 
like like we're able to kind of like shape an interview. Mm -hmm. We don't need that frantic, yeah, in order to know when to wrap. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Although I, I do type to you, John. You <laughs> <laughs> just feel okay ignoring that. <laughs> Justina, your input on this recording has just been priceless. Yes. <laughs> Every time you speak. Very well done. All right. It's on uh, that note. Yeah. <laughs> We have a couple couple more days, y'all. So we'll see how it goes. And um, we'll interested in, I'm interested in some. Of the, we some have some conversations tomorrow. coming up. We have some conversations coming up. So so oh, stay tuned, oh. everyone. A yeah. couple more days, and we'll decide if we want to do this for Slam Dance and Can and Toronto. South by yeah. Well, we got you know I mean we got uh, Sam. Bisbo coming up in mid-March and then Oxford coming up at the end of March. Um, so yeah, so slam dance into those two and then, you know, and then maybe we do South by that's, uh, um, you know, and, and you know something I'll tell you right now, this will automatically be the best experience press wise that you could ever have for South by because in person, oh man, it just, Jody Arlington, God bless her, trying to trying to wrestle that sucker to the ground has been amazing, and it's still one of the toughest things to cover as a, as a member of the press. Mm -hmm. um, so, so doing it virtually would be, man, a huge... because because of like all the venues or um, because um, they think chaos is awesome. Oh, people, oh God! And um, and they, and they also like they don't do press screenings. And, and so you would go there as a member of the press and spend two hours waiting in line, not get into a movie, mm. and then face another two hours in line that you'd hope to get into that movie. And, and so you could, you know, so then you could waste, you know, a good four hours not seeing anything at all. Um, and, you know, and, and it's, you know, and you run around town like a crazy person trying to set up interviews and, and you know, and do stuff. And it is not, it, it, it is tough. Um, you know, and, and again, before Jody got there, it's really, really sucked. Um, and, but she's, but she's also kind of, you know, fighting against, you know, and as she's fighting, you know, she, she, she loves, you know, uh, you know, what she's doing there, but she's fighting against a system that's designed to fuck with you if you're trying to do good PR and, you know, and, and, and trying to, um, you know, trying to help journalists do their job. Mm. Um, yeah okay so, so yeah so not having to deal with that again south by is awesome if you are a young filmmaker and you want to get drunk and party and listen to, to music in between your screenings and have barbecue and have awesome barbecue <laughs> then, it, then it's an amazing film festival but if you're old like me um and none of that is appealing and you want to do the job then then it's like uh okay all right i'm going into the trenches yeah. All right. Well, maybe we're, we'll be thankful that it's all virtual this year. Yes. If yes. we get in for our first time. Well, thank you, John. Thank you, Justina. Thank you, Ange. Thanks, Char. It's Bitch Talk Day, whatever it is, of Sundance. And uh, thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. 
This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.